0: I'm Amber. And I'm Becca.
1: From cranberries to cows and everything in between, this is Forward Farming. Hey guys.
0: Welcome back to Forward Farming. (laughs)
1: Um, If you're watching on YouTube, um, we have a different setup today. We're we're trying to cram this one in. (laughs) It's Monday the 18th. Um, and, uh, this is, this is what's working for us. So Becca's on the road driving responsibly. I'm not, I'm just chilling. I'm just chilling in my berries. (laughs) (laughs) So if Becca sounds a little different today, uh, that's why, but we'll, we'll do the best we can for you. Um,
0: if I do sound different, it's because of the wind, because it's so freaking windy out that, oh, I'm so sick of the wind. Okay, we're I mean, not gonna talk about the weather though, but I'm just I'm really saying, sick
1: of it, okay? I was saying, we we don't want to talk about the weather, so let's That's just jump into uh how how's your week? How how was Easter?
0: It was really good. We um I had a few cares yesterday morning, uh, which was a, a huge deal, and then I so <laughs> like my kids are at the age, well, Sophia mostly is at the age where like, she gets very excited for, like, Santa and the Easter Bunny, things like that. So, yesterday morning before I left for work, I told Joy I was like, okay, I'll just, I'll hide their baskets before I leave. And then that way, you know, they have something to do while I'm at work or whatever. And I hit the first one, and then all of a sudden out walked Sophia. Like, thank God she didn't actually see me. And I saw her before she saw me and she I don't even know why she woke up but she she wanted her tv on and I was just like you know whatever like I will turn your tv on because then you'll go back in your room and I can hide the rest of these and so then she before she went back to her room she went and looked where her basket was last year and she's like oh the easter bunny like didn't put my basket where he put last year I'm like huh, that's weird like maybe he I don't, maybe he didn't come yet or something. You'll have to go back to bed. And she's like, okay. So she went back to bed. I don't think she actually fell back asleep, but so I pulled her camera up on my phone. Then I was like watching her like a hawk to make sure she didn't come out of her room. And I hit the other two and then I went to work. And then Joe and Sophia both were up at like five o'clock just watching TV. Apparently they like forgot about the baskets or I don't know, didn't find them. And then Joey said about like six o'clock, they finally found him and then they were all excited, but it was funny. Uh, and then we went to Joey's grandma's, so it was a really nice day. Um, but yeah, how's your Easter?
1: It was good. I didn't, I don't have to worry about that yet. Um, we got Porter ready for church and he looked like Matt Foley from SNL, like, <laughs> he's going to give a motivational speech uh, and tell little kids why they should go to school otherwise they're going to live in a van down by the river he <laughs> like, he sits and like if he shrugs his shoulders he looks exactly like chris harley sometimes and it's so funny it makes me laugh every single time we just had like, like just this plan- expression yeah <laughs> like he's normally a very smiley baby until like we're taking a picture and then he just has like this guppy looking like with his cheeks are just so chubby and he's just frowning he looks like a guppy (laughs) he's just so serious all the time but oh he uh he's being a little terrorist today so he had a good day yesterday we went to church we came back and then we went and spent time with my family So I don't know if he's just like overstimulated and he's just refusing to nap and just being all sorts of demonic today, but that's what we're dealing with. Um, I did something. I don't know what I did. I tweaked my back yesterday. I'm sure it was from picking him up stupidly. So um, I got light. I know he's so small. (laughs) He's going to be, he's going to be eight months this week. He's starting eight months old. And I, I think he's pushing 30 pounds. Like he's oh my gosh. And he's not yeah. like fat. He's just an actual toddler. Big. Yeah, he He's he's, he's tall. Very tall. Yeah. I don't understand. I don't understand it. Uh, but it is what it is. So guess I gotta hit the gym a little harder <laughs> to prevent injury.
0: probably gonna play football and making millions of dollars when he grows up. So
1: I hope so. Then he can afford my back surgery when I'm forty-five <laughs> years old. <laughs> do you ever go to the chiropractor or anything um i used to do dry needling a lot uh that's i don't know if i've talked about that or not before but it's like acupuncture where they kind of stimulate your muscle same concept they just like poke you with needles and they hook you up to like a battery and kind of jump your muscles to get the knots out so i used to do that quite a bit but i haven't needed it um but this might this might take me there (laughs) i see how it's not doing the trick So we'll see how the rest of the day goes. We're not, we're not doing any naps today. He's refusing naps. He's running around like a madman. He's kind of, he's kind of crawling on his belly now. So he's mobile (laughs) and he just discovered that he can open drawers and and everything in the kitchen. So that's been super exciting. (laughs) I'm sure. Yeah. (laughs) So I sent Becca a text this morning, and, and I told her I was dying. So if she doesn't hear from me when we start recording, that just go on without me because I'm I'm actually dead. So you're actually seeing my ghost today. This is just the ghost of Amber talking to you. So, boo, <laughs> <bitches>. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> that's that's how my week is going, and it's Monday. So, cheers to um, that.
0: If it makes you. Feel better, Gracie pooped in my truck this morning.
1: Oh, nice.
0: (laughs) (laughs) The worst part was I knew it was coming. Like she was whining, I knew she had to go, but it was so foggy, and like it was foggy and kind of snowing still. And there was there was no safe place for me to pull over. And so I was like hoping that I could make it into town before this happened. And then all of a sudden I smelled poop, and I'm like, oh no.
1: Reminds me like a scene out of bridesmaids. Oh, no, you're doing (laughs) it. (laughs)
0: Um, But she, this was probably not intended of her, but she did go on a piece of paper. So it was really easy cleanup. I just had to smell it for half my drive this morning, but it's fine.
1: (laughs) At least, at least Gracie is a small puppy and she has like, she should have like smaller puppy poops, right?
0: Yeah, it wasn't too bad. It was just like she was doing the whining and like.
1: Oh well, at least at least it was an accident. She'll.
0: Yeah, she's slowly getting better with her potty training. It's a day at a time. I. I think potty training children is easier than potty training puppies. I I know it is. Um, So, yeah, we'll get there.
1: Well, that gives me hope.
0: Yeah, I think, I don't know. With kids, it's like they're obviously in diapers, so they don't have accidents everywhere. And then, like, with Joe, was harder to potty train than Sophia. But I think for us, like, the biggest thing was just letting them be ready because I, there's like the three-day method and there's all these ways of doing it but I feel like if your kid's not ready to be potty trained then it does no good so we just always kind of let them know that they were, you know, they knew that they were ready so then it was less of a pain in the ass because not about that stressful life.
1: <laughs> <laughs> That's, amen. Amen to that. Um So let's, uh, let's kind of jump into it today. This is our third season. So we started back in June or July of 2020. I think.
0: Yeah, I thought it was June, but I think our first like publish thing might've been the very beginning of July. Either way, it's been a while.
1: Yeah, it's been a while. So we wanted to kind of reintroduce ourselves to you guys because I hope we picked up a few new listeners. Since since then, who might not know too much about us other than we're Amber and Becca, um, so it might be nice to just kind of give a quick little life update, maybe a reminder on how and why we started and what kind of like our goal or attempted goal of this show is. Um, so, like we like we just mentioned, uh, we started back in I don't know June or July of 2020, and it was kind of a random if you, do, if you haven't figured out by now, like we don't plan anything ahead of time. Like we're doing this a day before our show, come, like before the episode drops. So we're busy. Um, we're busy. We have, we're very busy people. <laughs> Becca's recording from her truck right now. So uh, we, we do this um, when we, when we can, we don't have a schedule anymore, but um, the, the whole idea of the podcast came about, I wanted to start one. Um, I wanted to actually start my Instagram page as a podcast. And call it cranberry chats, but I kind of got discouraged by the idea of doing that by myself. And I didn't think anyone would want to listen to that. So I started an Instagram account instead uh, in like January of 2020. And I got um, connected with the ag community, especially the women in ag. And I stumbled across Becca. um, I stumbled across her page. And the more I followed her, I realized that like our sense of humor was kind of the same. So I think we had talked just, like, a couple of times through DMs, and then I was like, hey, what do you think about starting a podcast with me talking about, I just want to see until Ukraine's flying over, um, talking about being a female farmer, um, because, like, I, I'm not seeing a lot of that represented um, in in podcasts and, and kind of on social media. So let's talk about, what do you think about talking about being a female farmer and in Wisconsin and kind of talking about Wisconsin agriculture and all this other stuff. And I don't know if we, we didn't know anything about podcasting and she agreed. Um, And I quick did a bunch of research on YouTube to how to start a podcast. I think that's exactly what I Googled was like how to start podcasts. And I looked up just like the, the equipment that we needed. It wasn't a lot. It was a microphone um, programs used to edit um audio and we just kind of we we wung it we wang it (laughs) we just guessed um I think it took us like how long did it take us to record our like little introduction
0: uh a very way
1: too long what a minute long (laughs) yeah and and it was mostly because my internet was so bad that it was lagging so we were trying to like finish each other's sentences in the intro like it is now but it was like Back, would go and then it would like cut out it'd be like a five second leg until I heard it so then it was just a big old cluster um so that was that was kind of how we started and it was just kind of all random and and uh we didn't meet each other until like in person till August of that year I think when you came up to West Salem for the your cow yeah. show thing
0: yeah or the what would you
1: say for your cow show thing oh it was a Um, Yeah, so we hadn't even met in person when we started this, and then uh, we met in person, and we've been going since then. And I think we've kind of got the hang of it. We we stuck to our schedule of episodes coming out on Tuesday, um, and our recording time. We just go when we can. We're trying to be productive this year and like plan ahead instead of just like the day of. Be like, oh, what do you want to talk about today? <laughs> so if we are getting a little better
0: we knew what we were talking about today. It was just finding the time to do It's hard
1: sometimes. Yeah. yeah. Cause, cause things have changed since then. Um, so, so now this season, I think we're, so up until now, we've just been kind of, like I said, kind of flying by the seat of our pants and just talking about whatever kind of struck us at that time. So we've had a couple of really fun guests on that we're friends with on social media. Um, and they've all been really great We've learned a lot of information about all sorts of agriculture, Um, but now this season we're trying to focus a little bit more on Wisconsin, um, keeping it Wisconsin-based, Wisconsin ag, Um, maybe some specialty crops that you guys didn't know about. Um, Like we just had Emma on last week talking about FFA, all that other fun stuff. So we have a lot of fun ideas planned for this upcoming season. Um, So if you're a Wisconsin farmer and you want to come on and talk about stuff, Shoot, shoot us a message. We'd love, we'd love to talk to you guys. Um, if we, we have this little mini group on Instagram, um, with our listeners and we have, uh, yeah, it hasn't been as active as it used to be, but it's, it's, I think it's kind of picking back up.
0: That's because you send spider video. <laughs> like if, if anyone ever gets a video from Amber, you don't open it. This is,
1: hey, okay. <laughs> i i find these like jump scare videos on tiktok and i send them to this group and i did it i did like a few in a row and then i took i took a hiatus it's been like over a year since i sent you guys one because i thought you forgot about it
0: i will never forget <laughs> i there are certain people when they send me videos i just know what it is and i don't open it and you're one of those people
1: I, to be fair, I mix in some other stuff, not in this group necessarily, but like to you yeah. personally, I'll send you some other stuff every once in a while, but yeah. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, uh, we have this little community and like our DMS on Instagram where we just chit chat sometimes and bounce ideas off of each other and just give a little life updates. So that's super fun. Um, and we have a, uh, if you're not following us on Facebook, we should start that back up too. We have a little private group on facebook it's called bless this mess i think if you go to like our forward farming page there's a button that says join private group or something um and click to join that we should it's you can allow more people in that than in on instagram but
0: i think we have room for a few people on instagram chat because you can have up to like 30 i want to say so if you're not in that and you want to be just shoot us a dm and if we have room we'll add you
1: yes if not, we'll read, we'll redirect you and I'll send you tick packs elsewhere, but, um, <laughs>
0: yeah, group, but I don't think you want that.
1: <laughs> no, probably not. Uh, anyway, that's, that's kind of us in a, our podcast in a, in a nutshell. Um, if I don't know, when I listen to podcasts, I like to put like faces to names, names to faces, so if you don't know us, um, I'm Amber. I'm the blonde one. <laughs> Hi, <laughs> and uh, Becca is is the brunette. She's the cow. She's a cow gale, <laughs> Um, she her Becca's Instagram handle changed. She was formerly known as Farming with the Hillbies, and she just changed it.
0: Go <laughs> about this, Amber.
1: I, I was a little salty about it. <laughs> I mean, I get it, but like, I don't like change that much. So it's, it's like, I'm going to have to, it's very inconvenient to me. Cause when we do our outros, I, j- I finally got the hang of, of being like, oh yeah, make sure you follow us at farming with the Hillbys. And I'm going to change it to, oh, make sure you're following us at Becca Hillby. You're welcome. I just, I. So I inconvenient I, of you.
0: <laughs> I know. I. I wanted to do it a while ago i told you and i never did and then for whatever reason last week it was like going through my mind again and i'm like why am i thinking so much about an instagram name like this is this is dumb so <laughs> i changed it i didn't tell anyone except well i sent you a screenshot of yeah. it. Like, so mad at me but i don't know it just it feels right having my name That's i like farming with the hillbys i obviously farm but I just feel like I don't always post farming stuff anymore. So it's just, Mm -hmm. I am more fitting. And then I think it'll be easier for people like locally to find me. Um, And then obviously with selling beef and stuff, but I'll talk about that when I introduce myself.
1: (laughs) That's fine. That's fair. Do let's just, let's just jump right into it. Becca, let's put you in the hot seat. What's your name? Where are you from? What's your date of birth?
0: Hello, my name is Becca. Rebecca. Hi, Becca. hi uh, Rebecca. Hi. Um, I was born on August 3rd. I'm 30. <laughs> How old am I? 32? I think I'm 32. I think I'll be 33 this year. Okay, yeah, I'm 32 years old. Now that we got that squirt away, that was embarrassing. <laughs> feel like after you get like i don't know past 25 ages you don't remember yeah no okay i'm definitely 32 because joey just turned 33 um and i have three children technically four now um we've got sophia she is five years old and joe is three and jackson is nine months wearing 18 month clothing Mm -hmm. um (laughs) And then our last baby is Gracie, and she's sleeping so cutely in the back of my truck. She is about four months old. She's an Australian Shepherd, if you've missed the last couple episodes. Um, so my husband Joey and I, we live on his grandparents' farm, and we raise steers and bottle calves. Um, we've got chickens. We usually do pigs. Um, we get pigs in the spring, and then uh raise them until the fall when they're ready for butcher um so then as far as as the steers go we we do bottle calves like black calves and holsteins um kind of just to do like a little bit of cash flow we raise them until oh they're like four or five hundred pounds and then we sell them as feeder cattle and then i also raise my brown swiss bull calves uh or steers we raise them to market weight and then we Um, take them to the locker plant ourselves and we sell either as quarters and halves or we sell by the cut. I've been going to the farmer's markets for oh this will be my third year I think at the farmer's market Um, so we've been selling for quite a while it's well I shouldn't say quite a while but (laughs) three years. Um, It's just it's been a really awesome way to kind of connect with our community and um, I guess I, I left this part out. I'm my, my like day job is a dairy farmer. Um, so I have worked at a dairy farm most of my life. I didn't grow up on a farm. Uh, I started showing cows when I was nine and through 4-H and stuff, I just got more and more involved in agriculture. And so I worked at a few different farms. And then when it came time to go to school, I, I didn't really want to do anything else besides agriculture, which was a little bit, I don't want to say unconventional, but a little weird for like a non-farm kid to want to do agriculture. Um, so I went to uw Platteville, graduated in 2011. And at the time I was working on a dairy farm, the same farm I'm working at now, I was just milking cows there part-time for like beer money, pretty much. Um, <laughs> it worked, being on. It's fine. <laughs> um, so basically when I when I was about to graduate, I had no idea what I really wanted to do with my life. Um, I just knew that I like liked cows. <laughs> so my boss was like, well, I really want to get the calves back on the farm because we hadn't raised the calves. We'd like keep them for a couple of days and then they'd go somewhere else to be raised. So he wanted to bring them back on the farm. He's like, if you want to be here full time, you can you know, take care of the calf operation. So I've been there for 13 years now. And I am the calf manager. I do a lot with cow health. I do a little bit of everything. The only thing I really don't do is like field work and stuff. Uh, I'm like the C team. I can drive a tractor if I really have to, but I, I stay so busy with the calves and cows that it's just not necessary for me out there. Um, so yeah, that's what I do. I, I've got my own herd of cows on that farm now, mostly brown Swiss, um, that's my, my brand of choice.
1: Thank you. Thank you.
0: <laughs> I've also got some whole scenes and a couple of milking shorthorns. Um, so yeah, I, I, yeah, we're busy all the time. Um, I really enjoy the dairy farm. I, I love the fast pace, the hustle, the, you know, every day is kind of the same thing, but every day is different at the same time. Um, and then I really love that I can, bring my Swiss bull calves home and raise them here and then provide meat for our local community and like kind of tie the beef industry and the dairy industry together. Um, Cause it stirs up a lot of conversation when I, I market my beef as Brown Swiss beef. And so people at the farmer's markets don't always know what Brown Swiss are. And so they're like, mm-hmm. well, been here. and then I can kind of bring in the dairy industry, which is really fun.
1: Yeah. Like, like for me, I don't know anything about cows, even though like I live, I live in Wisconsin where the dairy state, that's kind of why I wanted to, um, that's why I reached out to you because I wanted to learn about an industry that's outside of my own. And even though it's like super common knowledge for you and like other, a lot of other farmers, I'm so wrapped up in my tiny little industry that I had no idea that they're not brands of cows. So if you hear me say like, Oh, what's your brand of cow? Like That's just what I thought they were called. I thought they were brands and not um, (laughs) breeds. (laughs) See, I think (laughs) I pay attention. I I know these things now.
0: (laughs) I think that is just like social media in general. A lot of the times you are so used to what you do every day. Mm -hmm. And so Sometimes when you share stuff, you like you don't think it's interesting and you don't think it's like like worthwhile to share, maybe you could say. But other people think it's the most interesting thing in the world. Like just anything that you do, like mm-hmm. you you've done it for so long that it's like, oh, you know, whatever. But to me, I'm like, oh my gosh, like who knew there was so much that went into growing cranberries?
1: Yeah. Yeah. And that's that's kind of the fun thing of social media too, is just getting to know the world outside of your own. So that's, that's fun. And that's, I think why, I mean, at least for me anyway, like I keep sharing my story so other people can see like what's going on out here and how cool our industry is. And, and, you know, I think right now more than ever, the industry, like the whole farming industry really um, needs to be sharing their story and, and educating their consumers and letting them know that the products that they're consuming are safe and like we're not the bad guys in the in the grand scheme of things and that a lot of us are living and working where um like where our farms are and and we're consuming the thing like our we're feeding our families the same thing that we're feeding your family so why would we jeopardize that anyway that's that's a different story for a different day but um yeah anyway <laughs>
0: It's so important for consumers to put like farmer faces on their food. Cause you know, know, the amount of people that go to the store and if they buy cranberries, they're thinking of you, they're thinking of Mm -hmm. how, you know, you made them. And the same thing goes for, if someone's thinking about buying milk, hopefully they can think of a dairy farmer that they know worked really hard to put that product on their table.
1: Yeah. And I think like for me anyway, if I can make an emotional connection to a product, I'm more likely to buy that than something that I just saw like in the paper or, you know what I mean? Like if I saw like a print advertisement, I'm more likely to be like, well, I saw like this person is, was really attached to this product. So I'm more likely to buy this versus like this other thing I know nothing about or whatever. So I think if, if you can like put a face to a, a a food or whatever, (laughs) I think that's, I don't know for me anyway, that that makes my buying choices easier.
0: It's, it's influence. It's the, the whole point of social media, I guess, but it, it does like.
1: No, no. I was just thinking about (laughs) this, me, myself. I feel like this is a, this is a place to share this. I feel like if I were talking like non-farmers, it would not hit, but (laughs) they, there's this grocery store that like in their, in their meat department they put like the names of the cows on their oh, I saw that. on their steaks or whatever. And I think it was like a pita ad or something. You're like, how would you feel if you knew the name of the cow you're eating? And it's like someone else is like, i treat it like a Pepsi label and I'd search for my own name or whatever. Anyway. So um
0: Introduce yourself, Amber. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Hi, my name is Amber, and I make a lot of weird connections to things. Um Uh, you, I, I don't know how to introduce myself. I'm on Instagram as cranberry chats. If you follow me over there. So I am a fifth generation cranberry grower on my family's cranberry marsh in West central Wisconsin. I don't like to tell people where I'm from because I'm afraid of internet creepers, Becca included. (laughs) Um, I live out here. (laughs) I have lived and worked out here, um, full time for the last Five, six years now. Um, my husband, he, my husband Dan, uh, he works out here as well with me. And we just had our first son, Porter, back in August. So he's gonna be eight months old uh this week. And he's wearing 18, 24 month clothes <laughs> and looking like Chris Farley. <laughs> um I growing up, um, I, I worked out here since you know I could walk and my main responsibility was pulling weeds in the summer. So I would grab a bucket, um, and go out into the cranberry beds and just sit and pull maple trees, um, all day long to earn, not beer money because I was an angel child. (laughs) Uh, just kidding. And, uh, I, I, at that time growing up, I didn't know if I wanted to come back home. So my parents are really encouraging of sending me off to school and like figuring out my own path. And if I didn't want to come back home and work, that was totally fine. But if I did, that was totally fine too. So I went to school uh, for sports management, thinking that I wanted to get involved in baseball. Um, And that's actually where I met my husband, Dan, back in 2012. We worked for a summer collegiate baseball team in lacrosse um and we didn't start dating until like 2016 or 2017 somewhere in there and we got married in January of 2019 um so i i worked in baseball for a couple of years and then realized that that's not what i should be doing with my life and i came back home and i started working harvest um and i've been working alongside my dad ever since and uh, I've just been kind of shadowing him around and learning all the tricks of the trade because cranberries are such like a, a unique specialty crop that there's not really like a, I mean you can't go to school for growing cranberries like it's it's a very special crop. Um, so I've just been kind of like learning from him. He married into the family business probably 35 years ago, uh, so he he wasn't involved in agriculture until he married in um, into the business. So he learned it all, um, by, by watching my grandpa. Um, and he's, I would consider him one of the best growers in the state. Um, my mom has been out here, um, since she was little as well. She runs the business side of things. So I'm kind of learning how to run the business side of things through her. So trying to balance everything, um, like from an agriculture standpoint and a business standpoint through both my parents has been an adventure to say the least. It's, <laughs> it's, okay. it's a lot of fun. <laughs> yeah. It's a lot of fun, but it's, it, it comes with its struggles sometimes too, but that's what you'll have working with family. Uh, but it's, it's great having my family be right here. I've got my grandma literally right across the driveway from me. My parents are my backyard. Um, I've got cousins, Uh, I have an older cousin who works out here as well. and He's just right down the road. Um, So growing up uh, with with all of that in your backyard is really great. And I can't wait for Porter to grow up with that kind of atmosphere as well. Um, So I'm, yeah, I right now um, I'm not working as much as I used to. I'm mostly home with Porter Um, with the pandemic and everything. It's hard to find childcare out here. So I'm very fortunate that I can stay at home with him most days and then um, kind of pass him off to my mom when I do need to go out and get work done. Um, so this summer, I'll probably be picking things up again. Uh, when it, when uh, we start irrigating and stuff, um, early mornings, I'll be doing that again. But until then, I'm home chilling. So trying to find that new balance between um, my old identity and my new identity is kind of like where I'm at right now and, and trying to find balance and everything. Uh, and, um, yeah, it's, it's been, it's been fun. So, yeah, I don't know if I said this, Dan, he, he didn't have any agriculture background when he met me. So coming in, he's kind of in the same position as my dad. So, um, he's trying to learn everything on the fly from, from all of us and he's been doing a great job. So he's been out here for, I think this is the start of his third year now. So he's doing good. Trying to, trying to figure it all out too. So it's wild. Wild ride. I think that kind of sums it up. What are you looking at?
0: My truck is just like (laughs) rocking. (laughs) I was looking at our, uh, I'm parked in front of our shed and our, I was looking at our like weather station thing. This fast little thing was going, is going really fast. So (laughs) I knew I couldn't leave my truck though, because otherwise it'd be really loud.
1: So we're very windy, yeah.
0: Tracy is just
1: oh, crazy. she's so small. Okay, so oh, I forgot to mention we also have a dog named Bear. He's a Bernese Mountain Dog. He's a terrorist. He's two years <laughs> old. And the queen of the house is my cat Winnie. She's gonna be eight. Oh my gosh! Oh, she's
0: she is... over two.
1: No, she doesn't. She has a personality of a ninety-eight-year-old wench she, she's just <laughs> um I record in in my cat's room so she's got her scratching post and litter box in here so if you hear like scratching and and tooting it's just the cat it's not me I promise <laughs> most days <laughs> most days depends um yeah so so that's me in a nutshell but um, yeah. um okay so sorry yeah that's all I got (laughs)
0: hey um we'll just kind of re re tell people where to find us and everything because I know you like you've got your YouTube and stuff so Mm. uh, Instagram I am at Becca Hilby formerly at Farming with the Hilbies, um and then I also have a Instagram page for our farm which if you're not I mean, if you're in Wisconsin listening to this, I consider you local. I'd love for you to follow us over there. Uh, it's at Hillby Family Farm. Um, and that I'm just post like the meat that we have for sale because we don't ship. We just sell through farmers markets and like do pickup and delivery local-ish. Um, so that's there. And then on Facebook, um, we also have a farm page at it's Hillby Family Farm. I have a Hilby Family Farm YouTube page. I just cannot pull the trigger on it. I want to, but I just, I haven't been able to. So maybe this summer when like, I don't hate being outside. Everything. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's fine. Um, let's see. I'm on Twitter. If anyone's on Twitter anymore, I rarely go on it. I think I'm just at Becca Hilby. Uh, I'm at Becca Hilby. on pretty much everything now, so. I think that was another reason I wanted to change my name.
1: That's fair. Okay.
0: Okay. So share where you are on everything.
1: Um, you can find me everywhere: Facebook, Instagram. I don't do Twitter. Twitter scares me. It's um, just bad environment. Yeah. Yeah. The people that love it love it, and I feel like there's no in between. Um, really anyway,
0: like finding news. Like if something is happening, you can mm-hmm. go to. And get like the download right away, which is a nice thing, but
1: yeah, I don't have breaking news, so I'm just I'm just creeping. Um Facebook, Instagram, I'm over at Cranberry Chats. I have a YouTube channel, but I I don't go out and I don't get a lot of content right now. So that's kind of on the back burner, but that's over at Cranberry Chats. I'm on TikTok sometimes too, over at Cranberry Chats. I think that's it.
0: I'm Becca Hilby on TikTok.
1: I promise I won't send you spider TikToks if you follow me on TikTok. Absolute Why <laughs> Sometimes, <laughs> unless you have it coming. Um, but yeah, make sure you're following us. Our podcast page, uh, Facebook and Instagram. That's Forward Farming Podcast on the Instagram page. I have like a little links page. Oh, we're on YouTube too. Um, so if you click the link, it'll take you to all of our social media platforms. So if you want to just go to our podcast page on Instagram, we're all there in one place. Our latest YouTube video will pop up on there as well. Um, so make sure you subscribe to that. If you want to see what we look like, if you're not familiar with us, um, that's, that's a good place to start. So I think that covers about everything. If you haven't left us a rating and review, we would really, really appreciate it. Unless you're going to leave us a one-star rating, then I'll probably call you a lint liquor and never talk to you again. <laughs> Don't get me fired up and leave us a one-star rating because I will call you out and it will be a whole thing. So please don't do that. Leave us a five-star rating. If you listen to us on Apple podcasts or, uh, head on over to our Facebook, you can leave it over there as well. We love reading your nice messages. And sometimes we just need a little ego boost too. That's kind of nice. Sometimes let us know we're doing a good job.
0: Let us know you're listening. Is anybody (laughs) listening? No, we do know people are listening because we went over our analytics the other day and that was exciting. It was. Yeah. So Um, if you have any other questions about us, feel free to ask us. I think after we get this episode uploaded tomorrow, I'll put like a little question box up on our podcast page, maybe, um, Mm -hmm. to answer anyone else's questions. But, uh, yeah, that's us. I hope that maybe if you're new here, you learn a little bit, um, because I don't suggest you go back and listen to those first couple episodes to learn about us. Like it probably Mm -hmm. wasn't, I don't know.
1: It they're entertaining. There's some inner okay. Before we end, before we wrap up, Becca, what was your favorite episode that we've ever done?
0: Oh my gosh, you can't put me on the spot like that. What was yours?
1: Um, we did an episode with our husbands and it was Ovaries to the Floveries. That was probably one of my favorites.
0: That yeah, that one was really funny just because just because they were there. I think my favorite to record was the one where we were in person um yeah. ooh, from our weekend but we were in person uh, with Annalise across mm-hmm. uh, that was really fun just because obviously we were in person it was like was your first guest too yeah yeah it was just it was it was a it was a milestone of an episode but it was the the quality of that probably wasn't that great either because they were like no
1: <laughs> yeah yeah it was not great so hopefully our quality has gotten better And now we have video, so you can see us, too, if you want, sometimes.
0: Yeah, so we're glad you're here. Hope you learned a little bit something more about us. Um, Like I said, if you have more questions, I'll put a question box up. So head on over to our Instagram. Maybe, or can you do that on Facebook? I don't know, probably not.
1: Yeah, yeah, I think it just automatically links. So Facebook users, you can find us, too.
0: (laughs) Okay, so yeah, I hope you guys all have a great week ahead. Hopefully, if you're in Wisconsin to talk about weather one more time, it's going to be 70 something on that. Woo. So a couple more. Fingers cold days. Crossed. Hopefully spring will be here.
1: I hope so. Okay, that'll do it for this week. And we'll see you next time. Bye.